Hello and welcome to Comp. We're on the eve of Labor Day. Exciting. It's an exciting time in this country because this country, this country values nothing more than labor. Um, all sorts of labor, you know, uh, criminal labor, uh, corporate labor. We're just a uh, we're we're a labor state. We believe in the labor theory of value. Uh, it's just what we do. It's a it's a nice time to converse with your uh, fellow comrades about the benefits of. Um, I don't even know Marx. The people not like Marx. They don't like Chomsky. They hate. They like. They like the guy uh, Marconi. It's not Marconi. Some Italian guy. He's better. He's the better anarchist, which is fine with me. I'm all for it. Show me a guy who's going to tell me uh, why Dick Cheney is actually uh, killing, you know, 0.6% more people than we thought. And, and, and uh, you know, the government's screwing, you know, they're shoving their, their uh, flaccid uh, appendages a little bit deeper into us. Like, oh, all right, you know, Chomsky was a, a shill for the CIA. I get it. But that's not important. We're not here to discuss... The benefits of Marconi versus Chomsky, whoever his name is. The point is labor. It's a day for us to just, you know, lay back and contemplate the world. Not have to hand you uh, a pound of macaroni salad. Not have to fucking, you know, oh, wait, you come in here. Most days you come to my deli and you ask for a pound of macaroni salad, but you want the, you want the mayonnaise taken off. You want me to wash the mayonnaise off. And it just seems like we, 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 we can make a batch about mayonnaise. No, you want the hint of mayonnaise, but you want me to wash it off. That's what they, they do to labor in this country. Just wa- wash the mayonnaise. You can't wash the mayonnaise off. And the mayonnaise doesn't come out in the wash. You know, people, people talk about uh, people come from certain places. I forget the expressions. You can't wash the dirt out of your nails. But you can. Of course you can. These are dumb expressions, but they talk about People who, you know, try to rise above their station in life. Who try to, I don't know, like they started out in the dirt. And they, and, they, and they became the king of cars. The car king of Detroit. Detroit, that'd be a tough one. The car king of Cincinnati. I sell cars. I make millions of dollars a year. I have a hot fucking wife who fucking takes her tits and shoves them into a, a fucking a, a, a camera that I bought her. But only for me. This fucking is a weird box I built, and it just takes tit pictures, and she sends them to me while I'm selling cars. This that's the dream. It's the American dream. We're just it's just my tit wife, just photographing her dumb. I mean, she went to Harvard, probably not Harvard. She went. She went to. She went to SUNY Farmingdale, and she fucking takes pictures of her tits, but doesn't put them on the internet. I, but I came from the dirt. I came from, uh, I was a guy who worked in the dirt. And uh, now she's just fucking, she doesn't cook. She always take, gets takeout from fucking uh, Chipotle because she thinks that's classy. And I like it. I like the taste. But I want to I eat steaks. That's the kind of guy who, you know, can play. But you can wash the dirt off. Uh, and But you can't wash the mayonnaise off. Um, that's the thing. The mayonnaise doesn't, you know, we're a mayonnaise country. People love to shit on people. Uh, I see a lot of this thing. And that's not in, in any kind of, but like, apparently white. Yeah, I, I believe it too. I mean, I've always had seasoning. I used to use Adobe or Dobo from from Goya. Um, people, the, the 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 logic out there is that white people uh, don't season their food, which I mean, I, I I've seen plenty of them who don't. I mean, I don't. I I live in a, in a city at the moment. I grew up on Long Island where the food was seasoned. Um, but you hear horror stories um, about the people out there, the white people specifically, who just don't, they, they, I guess they just boil their meat. They, they, they put, uh, they don't put paprika on their, on their, on their uh, cereal, whatever. I mean, you know, I, I like seasoning. I would invite, I mean, we, I mean, that's the whole point. That's a weird thing. It's like, for a, for a country that's as imperial as the United States, and don't, don't tell me it's not. Oh, we we only fight wars. We have to. Who? Come on, come on. 
we fought. We, like, we're, we're, first of all, we're the same people who fought the spice wars, or whatever they call them. We came here looking for spices. Well, I mean, that was the whole deal, right? We came to America looking to get seasonings, uh, oregano, possibly, or jasmine. Is that a seasoning or is that a scent? Uh, coriander, fucking uh, Old Bay Spice. Which 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 colony do we get Old Bay Spice? I guess the Old Bay, you know, probably Massachusetts, right? I mean, does it come as one or do you have to mix that? Is Old Bay just one thing? That'd be amazing if, like, we, we have to, we have to, you know, Columbus is like, look, I'll get you a route to the new world. They're trying to get to India, right? That's the whole the game, the gimmick. They, 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 the Crusades happened, and then people kind of realized, oh shit, there's spices out there and silk and things. You know, the whole the logic is, the, you know, the Crusades. I mean, it's simplified, but the Crusades happen. Uh, we kill a bunch. You know, not we. The Catholic Church wages war on. The Muslim Empire, or whatever at the time, they fight back. It's back and forth. I mean, they took Jerusalem. We took it back. We, I'm, how is it we? Why is it we? I, it shouldn't be we. That's part of the problem. Why are we? Like, why are we relating to? Like, when they go, oh, you, you know, you when 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 there's this like religious shit going on. It's like it's like, well, we fought the crusade, did we? I'm not saying. No, I'm saying like, don't. Why aren't we on the side of like just? just I'm not. I'm not defending. I'm not saying. First of all, we did enough in, you know, in the post 9/11 years. So don't get me wrong. But it's just like, why are we even? Why are we even backing this? Like these guys are fucking maniacs. But we're like, we're like, we're like defending the actions of a pedophile empire. But whatever. I mean, yeah. But I, I look. This is like this is who we, like, we're like Stockholm syndrome. We're like, oh no, the Crusades weren't all evil. I mean, look, our pedophile enable, uh, backers or whatever you call our pedophile emperor pope. Fucking, you know, uh, he had a point that we needed to get this stupid fucking brick city of Jerusalem. Who cares? Let them have it. Like whoever had it, let the fucking let the Mormons have it. What do I give a shit? Let the Mormons take Jerusalem. What do I give a shit? I mean, the Jews seem to be very focused on it now, so it'd probably be geopolitically. Uh, that's probably not the best stance to have. Just like, hey, let the Mormons have it, uh, Jerusalem. That's gonna start a war. But you, you see my point. It's like, I, I, whoever, um, but let, let it be King Solomon. Like, didn't it cut it in half, and that's not a good idea. The baby in half, cut the baby in half. And like, oh, like, you know, one mother's like, I mean, I bring this up all the time. It's my, it's the only thing from childhood that I learned, apparently, is King Solomon threatening to cut a baby in half. And then the mother going, you know, yeah, give me half the baby. I'm going to hug half a baby. I want to just lick its fucking spleen, I guess. Spit all over its uh, fucking colon. You get the colon from the outside, right? It's the colon. What is the colon? It doesn't matter. The point is... That uh, I don't care. Um, I was on a focus though. We were on a fo- spices. All right, so they they fucking fought the Crusades and they discovered spices, and uh, and therefore we have to get more of these spices and quicker. And that's the whole fucking gimmick of uh, why we conquered the new the, the quote unquote new world. Which the irony of that name is, I'm sure you know, been beaten to death. You know, it's new. It's new. Hey. Bang, bang, it's new. No one's here. Whatever. Here, you get it. Um, but the point is, uh, it's ironic, I guess, because there does seem to be, and look, if you look at the, I mean, people, I think, have gotten better with spices, even people who weren't accustomed to them. But there was, a, you know, plenty of time in this country you drive around, and, you know, there's barbecue in Texas and those places. But in the middle of America, I mean, people just have mayonnaise salads. I mean, honestly, we went to the Hamptons, and then we got like, some potato salad. No, it was macaroni salad, just covered in mayonnaise. Covered in mayonnaise. And this is, just, this is not even a fucking, maybe it's, you know, not all of Long Island. is a, That's a reflection, because those people are rich. It's like Southampton or whatever, East Hampton. And like, we, got, we got bagels, shit bagels, disgusting, pointless bagels. And the salad was just fucking, I mean, I, I like a good macaroni salad. My grandma made a good one. Um... We used to like to, you know, I learned from my dad, one of the great things I learned from my dad is when you have, we'd have macaroni salad with Thanksgiving dinner. You think that's bullshit? You think that's not like something you should do? Fuck you. You're not, uh, I'm, I'm American. I get to be an American. You can't tell me how to celebrate um, my national patriot days, my, patri- my patriotic fucking uh, displays. You can't tell me how to fucking you know, show my love for this fucking beautiful country. Um, we'd have 
macaroni salad on Thanksgiving, and you'd put the gravy on the macaroni salad, which did have mayonnaise, just not that much. And you, and you'd fucking let the gravy sip over it, and it was nice. There's something nice about it. It mixes in the gravy. It's just it's like it's almost like a analogy for um, like a like a like a melting pot. Um, so point is. But there's an irony, you know, we're going to fucking go get spices and then we don't use any of them. I guess we sell them. It's kind of like the guy who fucking, you know, the car king of Cincinnati, but he drives around a fucking Chevy Nova, which is, you know, a, a noble car, I suppose. But uh, there's a guy who fucking owns a steakhouse, but, you know, eats Hot Pockets. It happens. Uh, you know, when I worked at the morgue, you don't see me watching horror films and gore, gore films. Hey, you want to watch Gore Fest 56? No, I had my, fuck, I was wrist deep in a decomposed bus driver today. Obese man, just fucking, you know, sad. He, he killed himself and now he's decomposed because no one loved. I'm not going to say no one loved him, but no one, no one came for him. I'm not going to go that far. I'm not going to disparage the dead man to the point where I, no one loved you. Maybe they were running a marathon. They couldn't get to their dead loved one, their father, their, their husband. You know, maybe some woman was like, look, I had to go train for a marathon for two months. Don't kill yourself while I'm gone. And he did because he's a fucking sneak. This guy was a real sneak. She knew something was up. We shouldn't make light of suicides because, you know, it's, it's a serious thing. And it's depression. But this guy, you know, was just a sneak. I, I know I know him specifically, so don't, don't fucking give me shit. Most suicides you should take very seriously. But this guy was a sneak. Um, whatever. The point is... I was wrist deep in there, just fucking, it, it was weird, the organs were a little orange, the fat turns orange, it was rancidy, just smells like fucking, I don't even know how to describe it, I described the smell of a decomposed, like a really decomposed body here before, it's like rotten meat mixed with shit, mixed with just like, like a, a citrusy kind of vibe, and like a citric thing with a kind of ammonia but it's just, but like everything's amped up by like you know a thousand. It's just the most one of the most noxious things. I mean, you like I would fucking you know just take up like a man, quote unquote, not to gender anything. But you know I would I would take the opportunity to not. My whole thing was like we're here anyway. We're gonna do it anyway. Why are we gonna go like oh it smells? Eh. Like people I worked with would be, would be like that. They'd be like ah oh, it smells. You worked here for a while, years sometimes, decades even. Oh, this really stinks. Eh. Just act like you've been there. What's wrong with that? What's wrong? You're going to do it anyway. I can see if you're like, look, I tap out. I'm going home. I go, we can do that? Whatever. I'm leaving. It's the county job. They're going to fire me. I would would get that. Cool. But, like, you're doing it anyway. We're all hungover. It's a Saturday, you know, morning. And now I am. I I wasn't even able to eat my egg sandwich, which I brought with me to the morgue, which I would do sometimes. I'd bring a nice egg sandwich. But then there'd be like 15 bodies and like three of them are decomposed, which wasn't the average. But, you know, sometimes you got a bunch of decomps on, on, on any given day to show up. You know, there was two photographers, which, you know, in some ways was like a lot of the time was overkill. But it's a county job. So, like, they have to because they're not going to, you know, you can't just have someone else do your job. Like when I work, you know, in the private sector, you know, when someone's out, you know, for a vacation, we all just kind of take some of their work on our plate, even if it's, like, not our job. You know, let's just say, like, you know, that person's some kind of coordinator. You fucking, you, 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 their boss takes some of it, you take some of it, you fucking, whatever. That doesn't work in the county. The county is, like, your job is your job. It's, like, your title. You can't work out a title. And um, so it's very, you know, I guess, I don't know if it's a county thing or a union thing. But whatever, the point is, so you'd have overkill. You'd have extra, we'd have like, you know, two photographers every day. It was three total. We'd kind of, ro- you'd, it would, the schedule would rotate. Don't worry about it. And the point is, but, you know, we also, but that way, like, when someone was off, there was someone there. And someone was on vacation, someone's there. So it wasn't always two. But the point is, you get there, and there's 15 bodies, and that's, that's the day your fucking coworker, oh, I'm sick. No, you're not. You're fucking, you're at the beach eating mayonnaise salad. Good for, you know, good on you. It's like sometimes it was a race of who actually, you know, who calls in sick first. Because it's not, you know, there it, it was, it was, it was a certain understanding of, of not questioning. It's kind of, uh, which is not, maybe the most jobs, but they're like the county. I never wanted to work for the county because I always got the vibe that it was a lot of people 
um, who didn't to say they weren't trying hard is one thing, but like it was just it, it didn't care, and it was kind of like a floating. Because you, anytime you interact with someone who works for the government, um, it's always kind of this apathy, and it's, and you imagine it's like what are you doing? You're fucking approving permits, or you're fucking doing. What, I don't even know what people do. I mean, you know, there's plenty of jobs. You know, there's, look, there's there's things out there if you're a social worker, but even that just seems you're part of a system. I'm sure you're helping people. But there's a, but then the morgue, you know, it was interesting enough, so I took the job. And, like, there's a certain thing, like, look, people aren't, they're not the most go-getter, I guess, out there. But, you know, there's only a certain level of apathy you can really have when, you know, you have bodies piling up. You come in, there's 15 bodies. You can't just fucking be like, uh, well, I guess we'll just, you know, maybe we'll do two. We'll just do what we do. No, you have to get done. You have to get them done that day. I mean, there was a rule that was put in place where they had to, finish them that night they couldn't like hold over until the next day and you wonder where that rule came from i mean were they just piling up the same way i you know put off cleaning my bedroom they're like we'll cut that body open uh you know next week maybe when we get a chance just we'll do that in between bodies that that child the child's got priority but you know whatever that old man a lot of old people would would you know with the uh menu menu what's the word it's what we got it's old people who smell like piss. That was your baseline. And then you get the murders and the children. Some of them were children who were sick. Some of them were beaten to death. Some of them died in a car crash. Uh, all very sad. Um, you get your decomps. You get your suicides. You got your fucking... Um, what else was there? Was big, am I missing anything? I mean, I'm cutting brains open. Because then sometimes people had car the car crashes, the train suicides, which is a different classification. Train suicides are a whole other. The MTA brings them, or we bring them, I guess, but the MTA would, you know, supply the bag. Because usually the bag was pretty, you know, thin plastic, like a white plastic. Um, but the MTA, when, they, when you got a fucking train suicide, the MTA had these, like, heavy, I guess they were vinyl bags. Because, you know, you, you might have the body in six pieces in six parts you know you literally like take the arm out take the leg. it's a train does damage i think you imagine that um i guess the blood fall, falls out of the scene because it's usually not dr- i mean there's blood don't get me wrong there's blood but you think i you know when someone gets their arm cut off i mean there's that movie there's a the holy grail movie with monty python where like the guy's just pumping blood out it's comedic but I imagine that would happen. But then in other movies, just people getting their limbs cut off. Or not, or they just not bleed. I don't know. I'm not a guy who cuts arms off. I guess the blood falls out before it gets to me. But the um, point is, that's the morgue for you. And so we, we would, you know, we you show up on a Saturday afternoon. There's 15 bodies. And you're hungover. Your, your belly's full of whiskey and farts. Your whiskey farts. You just want to take a big shit. And you're, just, and, and, and you're just fucking fuming at your coworker Because, like, you know, it's not their fault per se. But, you know, you're, you're focusing your rage on them. And you're just fingerprinting some fucking, some dead kid. I don't know why we fingerprinted them. I mean, the thing was we had to fingerprint everybody that came in. But we never used our fingerprints. You know, you know because if there was a need for fingerprints to identify someone, legally, they would bring the cops in. The cops had their own ID squad. And they would do much more advanced fingerprints. Like, we just did... We had these strips with, you know, one, one box for each finger. And, you know, you grabbed it. We got, we got good at it. It was a skill to it. Don't get me wrong. It, it was a, you know, it was, it's tough manipulating a dead hand. Um, you have to break the rigor. I mean, I might have talked about this before, but, you know, early, early on in the podcast. But let's just, you know, there's a lot of new people. So the, what you would do is you have to break the rigor. You'd have to, because, you know, the body's in rigor mortis. And uh, you'd have to kind of. You know, stretch. I mean, rigor mortis is basically a contraction of um, muscles, right? So, you know, they tighten up, and the stronger someone is, the more rigor there is. So you have to kind of pull on the arm. You kind of grab the shoulder and then pull, put, picture like the person's laying down, and you're pushing their arm so that their arm is going like kind of perpendicular to their, like their shoulder span. Like, like, like yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of raising, they're doing like a fucking uh, dumbbell uh, fly, I guess you call it. And you push, and then, like, eventually, you kind of do it for a while, and you kind of being careful. Eventually, you start feeling kind of crackle, like a fucking piece of plastic, and we start to unravel. And uh, you, you get it. And you kind of take, it would take some time. Some, it would, some were worse than others, you know. But, uh, you know, you have to, you know, break the rigor, and then 
basically breaking different spots too, like you know the, the shoulder and then the elbow and then the wrist, and then you would like bend at the elbow and then bend at the wrist and then you push down the top of the palm, like you know as so like this. If you're watching a video, as so, and then like that would naturally kind of spread the fingers out, and uh, then you would just you know have this little spoon that you would cup and you would fingerprint them. It was nice. I mean, it, it was a skill. Like every job, if you want to get good at it, has a skill. Um, you know, you could, you know, I know people who deliver bread for a living, good friend of mine. And, you know, some people do that job and like, you know, and they just kind of half-ass it and just kind of, well, I'm just putting bread on there. This guy, this motherfucker, I'm, I'm helping him sometimes. This motherfucker's grabbing two, like, two in each hand at a time and like, throwing them into the fucking, like, the uh, shelf in a way that is... You know, like it doesn't seem like you know it's a fucking science, but it is. It's like you know, like you can you can train yourself to be really good at anything. So like, you know, make you, you want to be more efficient at this, and you're just throwing it. It's a muscle memory to it. And I'm sitting there trying to help him. It's just like these fucking things are like uneven. And, ugh, ugh, I'm like, I feel like a fucking slob. Whatever. The point is, so you, know, you get good at the fingerprints, but they couldn't use them. Though. You know, they, they they were useless. We just boxes of them in, in the basement. And then from before I got there, there was boxes of just like. You know, they go in an envelope. It's all very, like, it was very organized. It was like an envelope for the fingerprints, and then they go in the finger envelope with the fucking ID picture. It was, a ni- it was nice. But, like, these, there was a box. Was just, it was, there, was, there was an ongoing task that, like, you know, like, eventually we'll get to this from, like, the 80s maybe, I don't know, of a box of just these fingerprint strips. And, like, these need to be, you know, figured out who they belong to. I'm like, how the fuck would we ever even do that? But it's just, like, that's the thing in the county, like, like we can't throw it out. It's like I can't get in trouble for saying we're going to do something and not doing it in this way. Like, like a body, yeah. I mean, you can't just leave a body in the hallway and go, I said I was going to do it, and I didn't. What are you going to do? There's, there are some repercussions. But, I mean, like, the this kind of thing about it. There's a box here. Like, we're going to get to it. That's part of our long-term plan. Part of our five-year plan is to figure out, based on what, I don't know, whose fingerprint goes, which, which case from fucking 25 years ago, because these fucking slobs doing the job before me. I mean, the job wasn't that hard. Uh, and they couldn't even do that. It's, you know, where they leave every day and go to the beach? Maybe. That's part of Long Island culture. Yeah, you know, we'll just fucking bail out. Point is, so, I don't know. The box still there, I'm sure. And uh, no one will throw it out. So you get a lot of trouble. If I mean, you probably wouldn't. Probably never got, probably never get caught, but what's the point? Because if you did get caught, then it's a whole scandal, right? Then it's potentially, you know, destroying evidence. Which I guess it is. I mean, I wasn't advocating to throw it out. I'm like, I, that's the thing. You sit there and go, "Yeah, all right, I, we'll get to it eventually." How we? You're like, "How will we figure it out?" And the guy's like, "Oh, all right, we'll get to this eventually. We'll figure it. We'll down the road a piece." And you just kind of know, like, it's just an acknowledgement, kind of like social security or like fucking medic. You know, how are we gonna fix the health? I mean, eventually, maybe. I guess why they call it a third rail because it's just. If you went over national debt, I mean, if you look at the, the, the dollar, you know, the inflation on the dollar, and like, how do you unravel if you want, let's just say you want to go back to a gold standard, like, how would you go back to the dollar? Well, we can't really. I mean, the amount of fucking back and forth inflation and like strong debt and, and everything's built, like, it, it, it's just too much. It's just, you have to just, you have to let it fall apart and then build it back up. And I don't know what that would look like anymore. Just let all the bodies rot at once. Maybe. Um, but you show, well, I was talking about, you, know, you show up and you're fucking, you know, you're drunk and, you, and you're dealing with decomposed body. Uh, I don't know how we got onto this. Oh, the spices. So, you know, it is weird that, you know, we conquered the world with these spices and, you know, we don't fucking use them. You should put paprika on your fucking hot pocket. Put, you know, eat seasoning better. But the point is the mayonnaise. You can't wash off the mayonnaise from your... That's the man's we're talking about, just to kind of, the, the fucking nothing. And you could say that, you know, maybe, maybe you can make the argument that, like, you know, people who have it better will be, eh, when they get to that point. You will have it worse than me. People who have it, don't have it as good as you, they'll be, uh when they get the job, where they get, where they stop being shit upon, and they get, they get better opportunity. But that's part of the gimmick. Part of the gimmick of America is to, is the, is to, to be able to, be ugh. just to kind of eat your mayonnaise in silence and just you know enjoy your sailboat 
or whatever, you know, not a nice boat, like a shitty sailboat, the kind you see at camp. People love to have, there was a guy I knew, I mean, I was, I, whatever, we weren't friends or anything, but he came from upstate, and he had a kayak, and it occurred to me, oh, you, and he was like, oh, you go fishing in a kayak, it's like a little boat. I, I went kayaking in camp, but like, you could just, that's about Long Island, certain people just, like, I lived there my whole life, I didn't go to the beach, you know, I, I wasn't a beach, I mean, I went there as a kid, but I, I didn't really enjoy the water, and this guy comes from out of nowhere, he's like, he got a kayak immediately, and he's just fishing off his kayak, and he's fucking, you know, drinking beers in his kayak, getting his dick sucked in his kayak, whatever. I mean, this is a kayak fucking orgy fest. And I'm like, why didn't I think of this? I'm a slob. I just go home to my parents' house, and I drink screwdrivers. That's what I would do when I first got the job. I, I moved out pretty quickly. We discussed recently how I got, you know, threatened to blow my dad's house up or whatever, burn down. But, you know, it was, it was like a six-month window where I got the job. I was making some, you know, comparatively good money compared to what I was making. Um, steady paycheck and, you know, all that. And, uh, but, yeah, I wasn't paying rent yet. And, yeah, you know, I was, I was saving a lot, you know, or whatever. I was saving a decent, more than I ever did in my life before that. But it was also just, so I was just kind of complacent. I was in this zone of, like, I'm just going to come home at, like, you know, 4 I get home at 4.30 because, you know, work would end up, we leave, we get there 8 to 4. Come on, four thirty. I brought an iPad when I first got there. Uh, so I'm just on my iPad, drunk, just drinking screwdrivers in the backyard. It was, you know, it, it was a nice thing. It's a thing that the first time I really enjoyed nature. I think um, fully. I mean, I went to camp and all that, but the first time I really enjoyed nature was being in a very modest backyard, just drinking screwdrivers, watching YouTube videos on my iPad. Um, it was, it was, it was, it was kind of a serene time, you know, cause I was coming from the, you know, the wedding photography business and the event photography business and all that, where it's like, you're constantly behind, you constantly have all these like deadlines, but the county, you get to leave it all, you know, that's the thing about labor. You get to leave it all at the fucking door. That's, that should be the deal. You get to fucking leave, you don't take your book home with you. You don't fucking worry about, did I get done? No, it doesn't matter. You know, like the doctor's in charge. If the doctor says we can leave this fucking corpse rotting in the hallway, it's not my bit. You know, I, I, doctors that can go. You know, the doctor's got a gun. They're shooting into the body for some reason. I'm like, maybe they're doing ballistics. I can leave. They said I could leave. It's nice not having to. Everyone thinks they want to be in charge, but some, it's nice to have uh, the ability to just kind of defer your responsibility and go, no, I, look, the doctor is. Taking uh, cutting the vagina out of a woman, which actually happened. Um, I, I actually wasn't there for that, but like I came in, my my off days were Tuesday and Wednesday, and I came in and they were like, oh, and I was joking, like, oh, they missed anything because like it was kind of, you, you might have missed something, but it's the kind of thing, whatever. We at that point, we you know, you're there for six months, you've seen a bunch of maybe not everything, but most of it. Nothing, see, everything seems kind of the guy you miss anything, and, and yeah, uh, doctor, whatever. I'm not going to say the name. Um, it was a woman. I'll just say that, which I don't know if it matters. But there was some woman who died of cervical, cervical cancer, maybe, or vagina cancer. And she just cut. i never seen anything like this before. She just cut, like, around the entire vagina and just removed it. And to keep it. And we were, I was just like, why? And, like, Whoa. I mean, is, like, is that something, like, put it in form, formaldehyde and, like, you know, come back to it in six months? Maybe. There's a lot of unanswered questions. It was like watching The Sopranos. Like we go, oh, is the Russian come back? And I don't think he does, right? He doesn't come back. And I, I don't, also don't know what happened with the vagina. Did she, uh, is it like a J.J. Abrams show? It's like, is this payoff? No. Uh, there's a lot of things that didn't pay off. But then again, sometimes uh, a serial killer would come around and you'd find a foot that went with a body that's been there for, you know, 10, 15 years. So certain things do pay off. Um, it's all, it's just, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's like one of those shows in Britain, like, on, what's that show? They have uh, EastEnders. It goes on forever. Or soap opera. It's like a soap opera. Maybe it pays off. Maybe someone comes in, starts writing a fucking thing from, you know, six months ago. Six months ago. Six, six, 60 years ago. Whatever. They took a plot line from, like, 20 years ago and, like, let's just do something with this. That's why I would, I should write soap operas because I would just fucking... Go watch old things and turn like I was just turning fucking old priests into like mafia guys. 
That'd be fun. That actually makes soap opera. Whatever. This this is a weird detour that uh, I don't even. I've never even watched. I've never watched a soap opera for more than five minutes. But somehow I think I'm gonna make them cool by turning priests into mafia guys. That's the fucking. And that's that's this podcast in a nutshell, I guess. Because I mean, also I'm calling them mafia guys. Turn a priest into a mafia guy. That's the gimmick. That's how we turn this general hospital or life to live. We'll just turn priests into mafia guys. What the fuck? Why am I not shot constantly just by like random children? I don't understand. Um. So the point is, you got the you know you, you can't wash off this mayonnaise, right? And I keep coming back to this. You can't wash off the mayonnaise. Um. It's a day for labor. Is the point? Was the original point that I was making? It's a day to just uh, enjoy yourself, to relax, to um, put away your burdens, much the way I would when I come home from the morgue and I would just drink screwdrivers. Everyone should have that luxury because we come from a situation uh, historically where you know labor was. Um, it's easy to shit on socialism, right? Um, which I'm not a socialist. You don't know that. I mean, hard. I'm a, I mean, I might, I might at this point adopt certain socialist ideas because, like, we've allowed this to become insane. And so, why not just give people health care and just maybe yeah, give people some income? It's not real anymore. We we've let it go too far. But it doesn't mean I'm not a free market guy at heart, uh, to an extent at least. I mean, like, I, I I have ideas. If if, if the revolution happens, uh, and it's done by people who are actually interested in ideas, which I don't think that's likely. But if it does, I have some ideas of how to rebuild capitalism in a way, you know, we can learn from our mistakes. I, I know it's a crazy idea to, when, when you realize that a system has gotten a little out of control. I know it's a crazy idea to go, hey, how can we learn from this? How can we modify this? How can we make sure that, you know, these horrible things don't happen again? But no, but the, the prevailing wisdom seems to be, you know, and which I get, just blow it all up and do the opposite thing, which is fair enough. Um but I do have ideas. If anyone you know wants to see see me on the on the revolution, on the you know the the fucking you know either side. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to pick either side because you know one side's why why is there a side in America? I don't know. You can either be Antifa or you know white nationalists. It's like I don't. That neither one sounds great. I mean, you know, neither one sounds like what I want to do. I feel like we should, you know, we get into oh, we we could fix this. But there's just a, layers of things on top of this. I'm not going to get it. The point is late, is a day for relaxing is the point. All right? It's a day we don't have to think about how do you stop these cops from shooting people or how do you stop these people from asking for, you know, uh, the government to pay for your, you know, fucking dildo, whatever. I mean, I, that, seems like a, that seems like a strange contrast. I'm not trying to say this. I'm not trying to make an equivalency here. Uh, you know, we all know there's fucking problems. The point is you can have a hot dog today. You can have uh, a nice fucking, rel- you can relax with a fucking drink. Go to the beach. We're going to the beach. All right. We're going to enjoy a nice beach. I haven't gone to the beach regularly. Uh, I used to go as a kid. I used to be a boogie board kid. And I, it wasn't good. I would basically go. Uh, I, I remember I had a pink boogie board. I didn't pick it out. It was the kind of thing where it was cheaper, probably because it was pink. And, yeah, whatever. It was neon pink, I guess. I'm not saying, you know, whatever. I didn't turn out. It doesn't matter. I mean, like, I, the idea, I think it matters less to people now. But as a kid, I remember being kind of insecure about it being pink. Um, it doesn't need to be blue, but, like, I don't know. Why does it matter? Why is pink feminine? Who made pink feminine? I like salmon. I mean, more, salmon's more orange, but whatever. Is salmon pink or orange? Someone look it up. I always think of salmon as really more of an orange color. I guess it's pink sometimes. Pink salmon is kind of gross, right? You want orange salmon. When's this pink salmon? Like, when we start calling salmon pink, that shouldn't be the focus. Point is, I would boogie board, and uh, it wasn't good. I would be a, like, a, like a chubby kid on a boogie board, just kind of letting the waves carry me in at, uh, at Gilgo Beach, actually, where the serial killer struck. Uh... Years later, um, I used to boogie board at that beach. And then later on, I'm, uh, you know, dealing, whatever. I don't know if, I should, if I'm legally allowed to talk about cases I was involved in specifically, so I won't. Let's just say boogie boarding is not the only thing that I dealt with at the 
Gilgo Beach. Is that broadcast early enough? Boogie boards weren't the only thing getting killed, you know. Only, some fat kid on a boogie board wasn't the only hooker getting murdered. If you know what I mean? That's subtle enough. That's enough. I'll tell you, that fat kid on a boogie board sure wasn't a skeleton found in a burlap sack, tell you that much. Because he was chubby. He's, 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 I should be Johnny Carson, apparently. Um, obviously, I've never watched Johnny Carson. What was I talking about? We're getting off on a crazy rant here. The point is, I would boogie board the beach. And uh, I, got, I got burned so bad one time. Uh, can I have fair skin? And I guess if I went out all the time in the sun, I might develop some a base tan. But I don't, and I still feel like I was still burn. I burn. I burned so bad, I got bubbles on my back, like literally blister bubbles, like a big one, and alligator and and, and alligator skin. You know, like just real. Like I guess it was some poisoning. Um, so I avoided going to the beach a lot in subsequent years. Um, I did go recently to the Hamptons, to a very ex- exclusive, I guess, beach where a lot of rich people go and frolic in their in their bikinis and their and their tankinis and their fucking, you know, whatever. And uh, it was fine. And, uh, the, the ocean's nice. I would get my ass kicked by the ocean. I don't usually swim in the ocean. So it's like, you know, the waves. Uh, I don't see, I don't get the whole beach thing personally. Um, I don't, I mean, I like the, you go, you go in the water. If you live at the beach, it must be fantastic. Because you go out, you fucking, you get into the water for 20 minutes, and then you come back out. But to make a day of it, uh, to make a day, like, I'm, I'm, I'm dreading this a little bit. I'm going to make a day of going to the beach. It just, I mean, I get, we don't bring the setup. See, I always, I always like to think that it's better to come, to bring yourself, be, you know, go light, you know, pack light. Don't fucking bring a bunch of shit. But the people who really figure it out bring the boom box, and they have the grill, grill for the hot dogs. They're making hot dogs. And they're fucking, they're fat kids playing boogie board. They got fucking mayonnaise salads in a cooler. And they're fucking just, you know, enjoying themselves. Hold on. What is this? Why is this not low battery? They fucking got the cooler going on. Is this not charging? Son of a bitch. Um, and, yeah, they, look, they're playing with salads. They're playing with fucking... They, they got fucking enjoyable... They got the fucking Frisbee... See, I'm a little distracted at the moment. See, we're figuring out, this is, this is the thing. I, I got this fucking cell phone camera, and you fucking know, and I had that one episode where to cut stuff out of the middle because the fucking camera stops in the middle of the fucking episode. I got to get a dedicated camera. I got to get a fucking camera that's made for doing this. Whatever. You know, like, you can't, if you were listening out there and you're like, oh, I, why are you sacrificing quality uh, of the audio? You're saying dumb shit. And, you know, about cameras, I'm here for, because I'm a video guy, too. It's a YouTube age. Don't give me shit, all right? People want to see me while I'm describing boogie boards. And that's just what you have to deal with. This is not up for discussion. The YouTube people, you have to get along with them. Okay? So, you're at the beach, and you're fucking enjoying a nice hot dog, I guess. That's the gimmick. Like, you need to make a day of it. But to just go and lay there, I don't get that. Uh, I don't like it. I get sand in my feet. Um, yeah, you look at you looking at women, and you kind of feel creepy. You're like, ah, oh, you're catching all peaks of you know hot bodies. But I just feel like a gawker. Like, I'll just go look at porn. I don't need to go. See, yeah, is it better live? I guess, but like, I don't want to fucking be staring at people's asses. That's not fun. You gotta be like, you know, you you have to be the guy who just be constantly worried. How do you enjoy looking at an ass when you're constantly worried to go like turn around and be like, sex pervert, sex pervert. I have to be like, is there a defense? Am I not a sex pervert? I mean, you have your ass, you have your your, your underwear or whatever, your, your bathing suit wedged into your tight ass. It's made to look at, but I still would feel like a sex pervert. So I, I, I you know, I, I'd have to defend myself. And go, you, you, you don't be, and then, then you sound like a fucking guy telling a woman not to dress like a whore, which I, I'm not. But I'm saying like, that, there's no winning in that situation. So you kind of. You fucking grab peeks through your sunglasses, but it's not enjoyable. It's not relaxing. There's, you know, so, so what's the, if you oh, yeah, you're looking at girls and you have the hot bods and your fucking boogie board, your hot dogs. 
it just doesn't seem like my. I, maybe it's just why I can't ever be happy uh, in the traditional way. Maybe I'm just not a guy who's just comfortable. I'm comfortable in my own skin, but not my not in environments. Like I'll be me. I'll tell you, ah, I sucked a dick and I didn't like it. I don't give a shit. I don't care. But like I'm not. I don't want to go to a fucking dance club. I don't like it. I don't like going to beaches. I don't like going to fucking. Um, Applebee. I mean, Applebee's like, you know, it's gross. Uh, I do like certain, I mean, I like a nice Mexican restaurant where I get chili rellenos. Um, I enjoy, I don't like coffee shops. I don't like going to a coffee shop. I go with Lucy, not at the moment, you know, not, that's the, I don't want to call it a silver lining in the pandemic because it feels mean because she loves the coffee shops. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I win because you can't, you're stuck in here with me. You can't go to a fucking strange coffee shop and eat an almond croissant while you fucking write, whatever. People love these things in Brooklyn. It's just a bunch of slobs I don't like, and we're all just crammed together in a fucking bench, and I'm just drinking a, a cold brew while I'm fucking, you know, working on my beats. Doesn't seem nice. It's, you know, whatever. Point. The point is, I'm an unhappy person, I guess. But, you know, I like watching The Umbrella Academy, apparently, because that was actually a good show. I'll endorse that. that. That was nice. It was a nice two days where I binged The Umbrella Academy, and I thought it looked dumb. I thought it looked. I thought it was one of those things that looked good, but it was probably dumb, and actually turned out to be really good, at least in my estimation. I liked it a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm not standing here. I'm not, I'm not endorsing anything here. I'm just saying, but like that's. I'm a weird creep who burrows in. I'll get into that for two days. You watch it real quick. So you don't. You don't want to linger. You don't want to, have to like think about what you're watching. Just like I got the beat. I got the beats for like fucking a few months. I made some songs. I'll get back into it this year, maybe next year. You, you, I find my patterns of things. I'm not a guy. I can't commit to being a boat guy. I'll get, I'll fucking go on a fucking water for like, you know, a week. And I'll get sick of it. And I have a fucking, what, $30,000 $30, boat? Enough. I, I, I can't see, I don't understand people who like know they're going to buy a fucking vacation house. Like every year they're going to go there. Like I might not want to fucking play croquet next year. I'm really into croquet right now. And I'm fucking wearing these white shorts, and I'm hoping I don't sh- like fucking f- short into them, whatever. But I'm I'm doing it. I got really into tennis. For, like, I watched like Wimbledon, like the entire tournament almost. I had like fucking and they, I had the Xbox 360 set up with the ESPN app one year for Wimbledon, the, the, the big English tennis tournament, the British tennis tournament, classic. You know, strawberries and, and cream, the whole the whole deal. And you could actually watch, I, I believe, three of the ones, two at least two at once. You could, you, they had a cool feature on this app where you could. So I'm watching two or three tennis things at once. I mean, I had one on my iPad, two on the TV. I just couldn't get enough of tennis. I haven't watched tennis since then. I don't know what I'm. A, that's that's who I am. And I, and some people say, well, that's the sign of a genius. I haven't done anything with it though. I mean, maybe if I, maybe certain geniuses can. Harness that into like you know like like stupid Elon Musk with his fucking pedophile submarine, like he you know, I got really into building a, a pedophile to abduct children for two weeks and I built it and now I'm building batteries for a fucking you know a goddamn mayonnaise cooler for the beach and next week it'll be the cars again and like he makes money, um, but yeah I'm too good of a person like, I'm not a scammer, I mean I might scam a little, no I don't I, I don't I don't like scam I I I. I hate, I hate the idea of being seen as the car salesman. I don't know why, but like the idea that someone knows that I'm, I'm full of shit. But that's part of sales is that knowing you sound full of shit and doing it anyway, and it works a certain percentage of the time. You, you look at these scripts, you go, "How could this possibly work?" It does. People make money, and I, so I need to be able to do that with my fucking, you know, my weird scams of like, you know, I'm a beat guy, I'm a DJ now, I'm a, or I'm a fucking. Uh, croquet you know magnet i'm a croquet fucking entrepreneur we used to have croquet as a kid we set up in our shitty backyard not the shit of my parents but it was a very modest backyard uh pretty small you know smallish it was you know it was bigger than if you live in the city it's bigger than the city backyard typically but you know it was whatever it wasn't big at all and we played croquet in it very uneven backyard whatever it was fun that's the thing people act like it's some fancy fucking thing I mean, polo is a thing you can't do if you, if you don't have money, right? You can't ride a horse if you don't have money. But you can put a stupid croquet mallet, what they call it, in the wicks, they call it, the things you fucking shoot through. It's a dumb game. Fuck croquet. Fuck croquet. Fuck badminton. Fuck, um, 
Fuck polo. All right. Give the horse a gun. That's, I mean, why, the horse should be able to shoot. Or the jock, uh, the fucking Kentucky Derby was yesterday. Why don't you give the jockey a gun? Why don't you let the jockey shoot each other? And I'm not like give them armor. I'm not saying they're expendable. I'm not trying to make the case. It's not a blood sport because jockeys who happen to be short people are somehow expendable. But give them guns because they're not the ones. They don't get the credit, right? Give them spikes. Give them fucking hammers because they don't get enough credit. The jockey gets no credit. It's always the horse one. And I don't know enough about it to know if that's right or not. I don't know if they deserve any credit. But I feel like you're riding the horse. You deserve something, right? So let let them actually dictate who wins more by giving them weapons. Letting them throw, like, make it like Mario Kart where you're throwing banana peels or, like, you know, truncheons or spikes onto the dirt in front of the other horses. Or you get really, like, you know, you get one spike per fucking thing. You got to use it properly. It's a strategy to it. Or give them a gun, let them shoot the other jockey in the head and then jump onto that horse. How amazing would that be? If you were fucking watching the Kentucky Derby or the fucking Belmont, whatever, stake, the Belmont Stakes, the Preakness. And you're just fucking, these two fucking horses are fucking, you know, riding fucking, you know, arm to arm or whatever horses do, hoof to hoof. And they're fucking, and you're all just fucking, this is insane. This is a fucking nail biter of a, of a race. And all of a sudden the jockey pulls out a fucking 38 special and just puts it in the, he literally gets it into the mouth of the other jockey. And he goes, say, say hello to the Grim Reaper, motherfucker. And just pulls the trigger and his brains blow out. And he jumps onto the horse. What's more exciting than this? I mean, what is more, like, do less war so we can do that. Look, there's going to be a certain amount of misery. I, don't give me the hypocrisy. Oh, the Roman Empire was so evil. They fucking put tigers in the cave. We put people into fucking butt pyramids in Abu Ghraib. Put, you know, tortured them, fucking made Muslim people eat por- rotted pork. Doing that. We're doing that in the fucking, in, the, in these camps, these fucking, you know, what do you call them, immigration prisons, whatever the fuck. You tell me we can't, you know, like the, the tiger eating the guy is that much, whatever. I mean, so the jockey thing, we can make it work. Just get the balance sheet out and just do a few less wars, feed a little less rotten pork to some Muslim people, and then we can justify having a jockey just fucking pulling his gun out and just, just and jumping on a horse. This is a great, this will make us America again. We need this. We're, we have the wrong kind of violence. We're just blowing up countries. And we used to at least pretend that we weren't doing it, right? Like World War Two. I mean, that might be, that's the most legitimate one, but even that one seems pretty sketchy. But like all the other one, World War One, we got into it, you know, just so we could divide up Europe after the fact. And, but we get credit for is my point, because we like played the game a little bit. Even Vietnam, there was some pretense. Iraq was so fucking, you know, just out there and like no one feels good about it at all. We need violence that makes us feel good. Jockeys fucking shooting each other. Give them a sword. You know, give fucking, give um, baseball guys the guns. Give them fucking, I mean, they already have bats. Let them hit each other with the bats. Why not just have a, like, it'd be cool. First of all, it'd look cooler. Everyone has a bat on their back. Even when you're in the outfield. Your bat, like, it's, it's like one of those fucking cool sword Things like which I never seem to. Be, like, you, you watch these YouTube videos about you know actual sword stuff, and it's not you know these aren't practical. Here's how Game of Thrones will never work. Okay, but whatever. You know you watch Dragon Ball Z, and that guy Trunks has the sword that goes in his fucking back, and you go the you know Deadpool has he has the swords in his back. So you put the bat in the back. It would look cool. Give him a fucking weird sash. No reason. Maybe you can put maybe put a grenade on it. But let him hit each other with bats. Like if a guy. It like makes certain rules where if a guy gets a pop up fly, you can fucking smash his, and you, you have to, the third baseman only can run across. Um, maybe not pop up fly, whatever the thing. The guy's running towards first. If the third baseman can get to the first base and smash the first the the, the runner's face with a fucking bat and break his fucking jaw open, that's legal. The second baseman can't do it. Shortstop can't do it. First baseman definitely can't do it. The third baseman. Or maybe, you know, is that too easy? Maybe make a left left field? I don't know. I'm not a baseball guy. We'll need to get, you know, Bob Costas uh, or, or Euchre, Bob Euchre, the guy from, who's in the, the the major league announcer, right, who was also in fucking Mr. Belvedere. He seems like he, seems like he knows baseball. Get these guys. They can, they can kind of, you know, figure the nuts and bolts out. But I'm a big picture guy. Much like I'm going to rebuild capitalism, this is me rebuilding baseball. 
let him hit him third baseman only because baseball likes esoteric rules. Baseball, I don't enough to know that they they like the idea that like you know there's some weird arcane rule about what happens when a fly ball goes into the sun at a certain angle and then it goes foul. But like this, and the pitchers here, like they love that shit. So make it weird. Make it like you know every poly, you know every, every fractional, you know, make it fractals. Every every fucking weird exponent. Um, you do match shit on the innings every 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 seventy second inning, which is you know multiple games, I guess, right? It'd be like so you have to figure it out, and like people have to keep like, being a coach would actually be part would be part of the coach. You're like you have to keep track of it. It spans many games. You have to battle. You, you, you're competing against Cincinnati, and they're in their forty second inning, right? Uh, of their reset, you have a seventy two inning reset. Stick with me. Stick with me. You have a, a seventy two inning period. We call it a Cycle, we'll call it a, a, a bat cycle. You remember, you're, so you're, you're fucking. You play in Cincinnati one day, and they're 42 in their bat cycle. But then you play Detroit, and they're fucking 71 in their bat cycle. When they hit 72, they get a gun for one inning. They get a gun. Um, they can give it to whoever they want. They usually give it to the catcher so he can shoot the fucking runner in the head on the way in, right in the skull. Um, the guns only got two bullets. Um, maybe they'll start making a gun that just has uh, two bullets in it because there'll be there'll probably be some travesty where like it's got four bullets in it and the guy shoots uh, three bullets into the head of the fucking two bullets into the head of the fucking runner and then a third, it goes off again and it shoots the, the shortstop who's like behind him and that never should have happened only, there should only be two bullets in that gun and two went into the guy why did the shortstop get killed this is a fucking travesty it's like not really the fault of like he didn't, it was just an accident. But it never should have happened if you only had two bullets in the gun. So let's start making two bullet guns. Is my point. But whatever. So seventy second, you know, on your bat cycle, you get the fucking gun, and so a coach will have to keep track of that. He'll be like, you know, fucking, there'll be some double header, or there'll be fucking, he'll be playing double header against Cincinnati next day. He's fucking playing Detroit, and he'll fuck it up, and he'll because um, there'll be strategy, I guess. There'll have to be some kind of you could. Um, Maybe you could only shoot the guy in the head if he's going more than two bases at a time. So you get a home run. That's great. And everyone's fucking pissing and hugging, kissing each other in the mouth. We got a home run. We're the, we're the kings of baseball, right? That's typically what happens. You're the king of baseball. No one can stop you. You strut. You jog around the bases like you're the fucking, like you, you like your, like Marilyn like Monroe just got killed by the Kennedy brothers and, doesn't matter. You're Joe DiMaggio. You can't be stopped. But but on the bat cycle, you can get shot in the head, right? You can only go two base. You can't get shot on the first base. You know, we've modified this. Can't get shot on the first base. You can get, can't get shot on the second base, but you can get shot on the third base. So, you know, but usually you give it to the catcher as a point. So, you know, the third baseman could have shot you, but he didn't because he, he didn't have the gun because the catcher's going to have the gun. So if you fuck up as a coach, you got to tell him, hey, hey, Joe DiMaggio, I know you're the king of the world right now. You just fucking, you don't care that Marilyn Monroe was just butchered by these Irish presidents and, and his brother just fucking pissed on, fed pills until she fucking bled, a fucking gangbang, spit roasted and left for dead, and then she died. You don't care because you just got a home run. You're the king shit. But don't forget to not pass second base. But you don't do that because you're a fucking bad coach. You forgot. You didn't keep the math in your head. You didn't fucking, you know, you didn't keep track. And then, and then so, j- Jumping Joe DiMaggio. Was it Jol- Jolton Joe? Whatever. It's gunshot in the face Joe. That's what it is. He's fucking displayed out. De- How exciting would that be? And it's avoidable. I mean, should, should the coach face criminal charges? Not as long as there's a two-gun, two-bullet gun. Right? If, if, you know, in the situation where a third bullet, let's say you shot Joe DiMaggio twice in the face, and then Mickey Mantle, which they were they around at the time, he was well, on the same team. Why would he be on the field at the same time? Because it's a runner situation. So, whoever, I mean, fucking Babe Ruth, I don't care, gets shot after Joe DiMaggio took two to the fucking skull. Then it's criminal charges with somebody because they fucked up because they fired three bullets. It's only, you only get two, it's a two bullet gun. It's very important. Um, so otherwise, no, as long as, long as, as long as you shot Joe DiMaggio with two bullets in the head after he passed, you know, more than two bases, 
You're on your on your bat cycle on your seventy second inning. Yeah, I keep track of that. It's very, it's, a, it's a rotating thing. Everyone's on a different, and then the bat cycles start at many different intervals. No, they probably start, you know, but they they people play different games, different amounts of innings. We gotta find some way to make it more variable. Maybe maybe you start. Maybe everyone starts on a different bat cycle or different position in the bat cycle because uh, we want a lot of shootings. We don't want. I mean, not too many. Maybe maybe everyone starts. We have to figure out a way for it to happen sometimes, but not all the time. We don't want everyone getting shot in the face. Um, is it legal to have a, like a Kevlar shield? Um, maybe you can earn that. You can earn a Kevlar shield by getting a certain average, um, a certain you know, RBI, a certain, what do they call it, uh, ERA. There's another one. There's a, there's a fucking the sabermetric. I'm not a sabermetrics guy. You watch that movie Moneyball. There's all these different, these, uh, these stats and some of them are bullshit, some of them are, I don't know. But the point, there'll be a stat for the amount of times you got shot in the face, probably. And the amount of times, and there'll be something. There'll be some kind of average that adds up to, do you get a little Kevlar shield? But it only covers, like, your wrist. And, like, maybe, like, like a two inches on either side. It's not big. It's, like, it's kind of like the shield that Captain America had in, in the Infinity War, if you, if you watch those movies, where they give him, you know, where fucking beautiful Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P., says, get this man a shield. Right, and he, and he comes back. Like, I'm used to a much bigger shield. Shut up, take this shield. It's smaller. It's fine. And he's got a much smaller shield. Something like that. But even a little smaller than that. But like, you know, what I mean? that's my point. I don't want some big fucking circle that you can just kind of easily dodge bullets. You have to be. It's got. It's it's, it's got to be skill. It's like there's a lot of skill in hitting a fucking you know a major league pitch. You know, you might be good at batting, but you know. A major league pitch is very, you know, look, it's, it's an elite thing. It's very, one of the hardest things. It is one of the hardest things to do in sports is to actually hit a pitch in the, you know, hit, get, a, get a hit in the major leagues because the pitching is so elite. So by, you know, in the same vein, to block a bullet, you know, if you're Joe DiMaggio, to block that bullet with a very small shield. Because you might shoot for the, you know, you don't have to shoot the fucking skull. That's just the most satisfying thing to do as a catcher. You might shoot him in the neck. You might shoot him in the dick. I mean, that'd probably be the best thing to do: is shoot once in the dick, once in the fucking head. And if you want to go for it, um, I mean, look, there's it's conceivable that someone could block both. I don't know if it's possible, but I mean, you probably want to just block your face and, ta- and you take the dick shot. I mean, it's, it was, not in every game, but it's just tra- this also goes. This is not one of those things that stops in the postseason. So, so if it's World Series, it's still going on. If it's the World Series, maybe you take a shot in the dick. You go, look, I, I don't go fucking past second base. Hey, coach. I got my I got my fucking average in a position where I got this Kevlar shield. They can still shoot you in the dick, Joe. I'm like, hey, I'll take the dick shot. I'll take the shot in the dick. All right, I'm a noble American. I'll I'll accept it. I'll accept my fucking fate. And uh, then he fucking you know. Then you're he's running and 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 he and he gets shot in the dick and he's bleeding. He's bleeding, pissing, cum. It's just full. I mean, the cum is in his balls, I guess, right? And blood pisses in his bladder. His blood is pissing, his cum. It's all coming out. And he just fucking slides into the fucking home because he deflects the bullet with his little fucking shield from his face. But the catcher was smart, and he got him in the dick first. He was a savvy catcher. He's one of those, like, famous catchers who know. I always shoot the dick first because, you know, you, you, if they're going to fucking score on you, they're going to have the Kevlar shield. They're going to pull that Kevlar shield. Look, I remember this league when we didn't have Kevlar shields. When you, when you, had, when you had to take a shot to the face like a man. So these fucking pricks won't have the Kevlar shields. I'll show them. I'll shoot him in the dick first. He's a veteran. So the point is, uh, but Joe DiMaggio doesn't care. He fucking takes his blood and piss and cum everywhere. And he just slides in the home. And he's the fucking man. He's the fucking... Marilyn Monroe is dead, but he doesn't care. For one moment, he forgets the fact that the President of the United States and the Attorney General spit-roasted his beautiful wife, and he'll have plenty, and then killed her with pills, and he'll have plenty of time to fucking, you know, put flowers on her grave every day until she dies. But for now, he's the fucking blood and piss and cum man who fucking won the World Series. I mean, you, you love baseball again, is the point. And so, you know, I should be listened to. You know, give me a fucking... Let me rebuild capitalism for you. I'll, I'll figure it all out. All right. So this is, I mean, I'm about to go to the beach. Uh, I might not enjoy it. I might enjoy it. I'll, I'll enjoy getting some salt water on my skin, and it'll be nice. It'll be pleasant. We'll, we'll talk about it more on the Patreon. 
and perhaps, you know, on next week's show, whatever, you know, it'll be talked about what happened to me at the beach, who did what to me at the beach, who accused me of uh, being a sex pervert at the beach. Hopefully no one, because I'm going to keep my eyes just focused and not try to stare at, you know, people's asses, because that's just, you know, it's not enjoyable. It's just not worth the fucking hassle of, of like, you know, just, 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 just eat a hot dog. I wish we had a hot, we should go get some hot dogs. Anyway, it's been great. Thanks so much for listening. Remember, you can sign up for the Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash raycom. You can follow the link in my uh, Twitter or Instagram and the bio. It's fucking, it's in the YouTube com, uh, header, whatever. You get an extra episode every fucking week on Thursdays. It's nice. It's great. We're all fucking, you know, we have more ideas. I'll share more ideas about sports, how I can fix them. Uh, you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ray Comp. Uh, I'll either see you Thursday or I'll see you next week. Have a great day. Happy Labor Day. <laughs>